to Sugar Coated. I'm your host, Adrian Garland, the CEO and founder of She Leads Media. For far too long, women have been conditioned to sugarcoat their words, their actions, and the way they show up in the world, and to conform to certain cultural norms and ideals. This is inherently designed to keep those who are outside of the norm from gaining power, prestige, wealth, and influence, preventing more women from being recognized and respected as the powerful leaders that we truly are. Join me each week as we dive into raw conversations with remarkable, uncompromising, and inspirational women that will encourage you to strip away your sugar coating and move boldly in the direction of your magnificent dreams. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Sugar Coated. This is the fourth in the Summer Solo series. I'm your host, Adrian Garland, and today I'm diving into a discussion about the transformative strategy between businesses that plateau and those that scale beyond the $1 million mark. As we've all heard, women-owned businesses have a really difficult time scaling past the $1 million mark. In fact, according to American Express Open State of Women-Owned Business 2019 report, only 4.2% of all women-owned firms have revenues over a million dollars or more, despite the fact that there are 12.3 million women-owned businesses in the U.S. and that women-owned businesses generate $1.8 trillion per year, and that's according to the Women's Business Enterprise National Council. Sadly, That $1.8 trillion, which sounds like a lot of money, is only 4.3% of total private sector annual revenue. That's pathetic, right? And gosh, why does this happen? Why can't women get past this million-dollar mark? There are so many reasons, but we're not here today to focus on all of the reasons that we can't get past the million-dollar mark. Today, we're here to talk about what we can do to make it to that mark and beyond. So achieving a million dollars in revenue isn't just about hard work or having a unique product or service. It's about understanding your customers. And understanding customers isn't something that we can sit passively back and do, nor is it about finding stats online. The deep understanding of customers comes from being on the ground, talking to your customers and prospective customers, feeling their pulse, getting inside their minds and listening, really listening to their pain points, their stories, their frustrations. Imagine trying to solve a puzzle in the dark, no matter how crafty you are, without seeing the pieces, you're essentially groping in the void. The same is true in business. Without market research and continuous dialogue with your customers, you're operating blind. You're just guessing. And to be frank, guesswork is costly. It can mean lost opportunities, resources and money wasted, or misaligned initiatives. And most tragically, a brand that slowly loses touch with its audience. On the flip side, when you immerse yourself in market research and listening to customers is when you can genuinely engage with them and you can develop a roadmap. You can start to see where the market is headed, what gaps are existing, 
what your customers are truly desiring and how you can uniquely and compellingly fulfill those needs in an innovative manner. The clarity that that gives you is your ticket to getting past the $1 million mark and beyond. So I'm so excited to sort of unpack and unravel this topic with all of you today as we dive into what market research and customer feedback is all about and how those two things can transform your business trajectory. The power of market research. Let's understand the power of market research. At its core, market research is about gathering information to make informed decisions. Think of it as the compass of your business journey. Market research comes in so many different forms. You can perform it in so many different ways. It can be primary, where you're actually going out and talking to people and gathering feedback directly. It can be secondary, where you're gathering information online. It can be qualitative in nature, meaning discussions. And it can also be quantitative, where you're actually performing surveys and looking at statistics from audiences that you poll. Whether it's direct surveys or analyzing existing reports, research of any type provides vital insights. And it's really up to you as the business owner to sort through all of that. Why is market research so important? Well, imagine if you're sailing and you don't have a map. That's a business without market research. Market research helps you to spot the latest trends, identify any market gaps, minimize risk, and of course, discover avenues of growth. Because we're in this digital era where we can literally gather information from everywhere, including AI tools, the internet, and we can talk to people all around the globe, we just have a plethora of tools available to us. We can perform online surveys, we can do virtual or Zoom focus groups. There's just an abundance of resources. But remember, when we start talking to customers, the journey is never done. Once we start talking, we should continuously talk to customers to keep gathering that insight because customers' preferences are always changing. And for those of us that keep our finger on the pulse of what our customers or our potential customers want, what they desire, what their pain points are, those are the businesses that are going to excel. I want to give an example that I found. There is a business called BLK plus GRN by Dr. Christian Henderson. And she founded BLK plus GRN which is an all-natural marketplace by Black artisans. The platform not only curates green products, but it also actively involves the community in highlighting products that they want, and they provide a feedback mechanism within the community in order to curate those products that are placed on the marketplace. The brand's commitment to listening to its community and promoting health has led to significant growth and standing out in the green product market within the Black community. And this is a huge success story of someone that truly listened to what Black women wanted. There were so many products, and there still are so many products in the marketplace that are just toxic. And uh, Dr. Christian Henderson 
wanted to break through all of that and provide incredible Black and women-owned products to the community so that toxic products were not being uh, sold. And this was her brainchild, and she found what people wanted through listening. Amplifying your business with customer feedback. So your customers are your best critics and allies. Listening to them isn't just a courtesy, it's a necessity. Feedback is your direct hotline to customers. It fosters improvement, builds trust, and most importantly, forges loyalty. I just taught over the summer at NYU Tisch Center for Hospitality. I just taught a CRM, Customer Relationship Management and Loyalty course. And the thing that we talked about the most was trust, right? There's no better way to earn trust among your customers than listening to them, right? They are providing you with their information. They are telling you what it is that they like. They're giving you their feedback. When you take that information and act on it, that demonstrates that you that you value what they have to say. And, and when you make changes in your business to uh, satisfy those customer wants and needs, you're showing them that you trust their input and their judgment. There's so many ways to gather feedback from your customers. You can perform online surveys. You can uh, reach out to people on social media and ask them directly. Or there's the method that I prefer the most, which is face-to-face chats, actually speaking to people one-on-one. Now, that can take place over Zoom, on phone calls, or actually in person. And what is most important in each one of these methods is that you listen and you ask open-ended questions. We don't want to be leading the witness or leading the customer down a path that we want them to go. We want to truly ask questions that are going to get them talking so that we can listen. And if we take that feedback and we don't do anything with it, it's like a wrapped gift that's never opened, right? We need to open that gift. We need to analyze it. We need to discern the information that we're gathering from it. And then we need to take action and implement some of these changes. Now, it doesn't mean that when we implement some uh, new products, new services, new features and functionality, that doesn't mean that it's going to be successful. So what we need to do is we need to test, right? We need to test into it based on feedback that we're gathering. We also need to listen more deeply sometimes than what customers are actually saying. And we need to get under what their problems truly are so that we can develop really innovative uh, solutions to our customers' problems. So another just case study here is a company that I actually subscribe to. It's called Stitch Fix. And Stitch Fix was created by Katrina Late. 
Uh, Stitch Fix is a personal styling service that sends clothes to customers in the mail. Um, and they do it on a, a regular basis. I don't, I don't know all of the ins and outs of uh, how often it's sent, but I do know that you can specify. And they leverage detailed customer feedback to refine their personalization algorithm and enhance customer experience. So by truly listening to their customers and using their feedback to improve their services, Stitch Fix saw significant growth and went public in 2017. And the company's revenues are now in the billions. Yes, in the billions. So when market research and customer feedback join forces, magic happens. One guides and the other refines. We can use market insights to frame feedback questions and let that feedback pinpoint areas for further market research, right? It can help you to uh, discern where it is that you're going to go next and what questions you want to ask next. Now, our challenges as women entrepreneurs are unique, right? We have so many barriers to overcome. But as women entrepreneurs, we also have great strengths. We know how to talk to people. We know how to gather. We know how to create community. So what is important for us to do? Harness the power of community and relationships so that we can use those in our market research and in our customer feedback. These are things that women entrepreneurs and that women in general, and I'm speaking in general, that we do naturally. It is natural for us to find common ground, to ask open-ended questions, to learn as much as we possibly can about the person that is sitting across from us. So ladies, let's tap into our unique strengths and use that to help us to gain insight for our business. And when we can do that, We can also tap into our intuition, mix that together with our customer feedback and our market research, and then develop a strategic plan, right? And that plan is going to help us to make it past that $1 million mark. Data is at the core of our decisions. And yes, we can use our intuition and tap into our insights, but when we can marry that together with the market research and the customer feedback, that's when our decisions can be empowered decisions, right? Plans, when you put them in place, they aren't necessarily set in stone. The message here, put those strategic plans in place, move forward with certainty, but make sure that you leave room for flexibility. We cannot know if something is going to work or not work until we put it out into the market and test it. So we need to be careful that we don't invest a ton of time, energy, resources into that new thing, whether that's launching a new business, whether that's launching a new product line, whether that's offering a new service. We need to do it in a a test learn, iterate function, right? And let market insights and the feedback that you're getting from the customers when you do those smaller tests, let that evolve. Keep that fresh and relevant. So all in all, 
what we want to do is we want to listen to customers, right? We want to analyze data that we see in the market. We want to tap into our insights and then we want to act. We want to put those strategic plans in place and then do some testing so that we can determine, you know, what is the the best offering for our customers, for the ones that we just spent time speaking with and listening to, right? Sounds simple, doesn't it? (laughs) But market research and customer feedback are more than just tools. They are the very lifeline of your business. As I said before, once you start talking to customers, never stop. That is the difference between companies that thrive and eventually make it past the million dollar mark and those that don't. Sometimes as women entrepreneurs, we get very much in our heads and we were afraid. I use that term with a little apprehension because I think sometimes we're afraid to be vulnerable and and put a new idea or change direction because of judgment from others. And that is something that is conditioned Within us, it's not necessarily our nature, but we are conditioned to be fearful of putting ourselves out there, whether it's something new, a new idea, a new product, a new service. And it is something that collectively, as women entrepreneurs, we have to overcome. And one of the ways that I believe that we can do that with more confidence and certainty and lessen the fear and lessen the risk is if we have truly listened to customers and we understand that this is what customers want and that is the reason that we're putting it out into the market. Now, I have a very small challenge. Well, it's not a small challenge, but it's a challenge. I have a challenge for all of you, all of my sugar-coated listeners who have businesses or you're thinking about starting a business. I want you to go out into the real world and speak to 10 different customers or potential customers this week, okay? Talk to them. Ask them open-ended questions about their pain points, about, you know, what are some of their frustrations? And you can you can limit it to a certain area of passion that you have, right? So if it's something around, I immediately thought about hair care because I think I was just reading about that. Whether it's, you know, hair care, whether it's what women need in order to bring more balance into their lives, whether it's some type of a, a technology or something that could make our lives easier, help us to you know, earn more revenue, whatever the problem is that you're focused on. If you can go out and just ask 10 customers this week open-ended questions around their pain points and their frustrations about something that you're interested in, whether that's for your business, your current business, or a business that you're thinking about starting, what I want you to do is I want you to come back and share with me on social media, okay? You can share it on Instagram at Instagram She Leads Media with the hashtag sugarcoated feedback. So I want you to share one surprising insight that you gained from these 10 customer interviews and tag it with the hashtag sugarcoated feedback. 
I'm going to be looking out for them and I'm going to be talking about what these insights are. And I want to start the conversation about talking to customers deeply so that we can come up with innovative solutions that satisfy our customers. As women entrepreneurs, it is so important for us to be all supporting one another and to all be looking at that mark, that million dollar mark as something that we need to reach and surpass. So I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today on Sugar Coated and for this conversation about market research and customer insight and customer feedback. It's always my pleasure to share, learn, and grow together with all of you. And I would like to ask, because this is something that is super helpful for the Sugar Coated podcast, for the She Leads Podcast Network, and for all women podcasters in general, please, if there's anything on this show that resonated with you, please give the show a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps the show to be seen by others. And it's not just about me. It's not just about getting the sugar-coated podcast out there, but the sugar-coated podcast highlights other women entrepreneurs that have been on this show. And when we share a show like this with others, it not only helps this show, which when, when we have more resources coming to the show, the more women entrepreneurs that we can highlight, but it also helps all of the different women that have been guests on this show. Okay, so please, please give us a five-star rating. And if you can, a, a review on Apple Podcasts, it helps us out so much. So remember, you've got two things to do for me, okay? You need to go out and speak to 10 customers or potential customers this week and then get on Instagram with the hashtag sugarcoated feedback and tell me one surprising insight that you gained from those conversations. You can also email me at adrian at sheleadsmedia.com if you don't want to use social media. I totally get it. Um, and then the second thing is please, please give the show a five-star rating and review. So until next time, keep your business scaling, keep growing and stay healthy and joyful. The She Leads Podcast Network.